All right, good evening, good evening, good evening, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Football Extract with yours truly, uh, Jerry Foma, the Jet Wonder Radio on Empire Radio 104. FM. As you all know, um, Football Extract is inspired by Talk Football Talk Sport and Strictly that Football program that we do here every Wednesday uh, by 5 p.m. So uh, don't worry, I can't stop thanking you guys uh, for always um, making it a date with us uh, right here on Football um, Extract. I will be riding solo today. <laughs> but don't worry, don't worry, I have enough content. I got you guys covered. And um, hey, I will be trying the phone lines open as well. So um, if you know you have um, a lot of stuff to talk about um, with, regards in, uh, with regards to the um, football world, um, transfers, um, all the latest football news that's been happening, all the breaking news, all the ones that are still breaking um, while I'm on air, yeah, sure you get just feel free um, to call into the show or send an SMS so that. Um, we can expand on them together. Um, yes, don't forget. I'm um, talk about talk sports Mondays 11 a.m., Fridays 4 p.m. But then football extra. We do this every Wednesday um, right here uh, by 5 p.m. But then let's um, get straight into all the fo- latest football news, gossips, and transfers from all around the group. I'm uh, starting from the local front where Nigerian striker Victor Seaman has said that um, Jose Peserio is still the right man to lead the Super Eagles um, to the 2023 African Cup of Nations in Cote d'Ivoire um, next year. Um, Peserio's future is up in the air following the expiration of his contract with the Nigerian Football Federation, the NFF, um, last month. NFF President Shea Gusau recently stated in an interview that they will seek the view of the public before deciding the fate of Peserio. Um, yeah, this one is um, pretty much straightforward. Um, if you be following the show proper and um, be following the news as well, um, Jose Pesero, the head coach of the Super Eagles, um, his contract expired at the end of last um, month, that is June. Um, so as of now, um, he's, he has not been um, given a new contract. And um, there was um, a really, really um, popular suggestion that he might need to take a pay cut um, to, 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 to receive that extension. Now, there's a popular opinion that um, um, it should be given time at least until um, the Nations Cup so we don't make the same mistake we made with um, General um, um, by sacking him before the um, Afghan tournament so in Cameroon so this time around um, there's this popular opinion um, that um, he should be allowed to take the team to um, Afghan tournament in, in, in Ivory Coast um, next year uh, at the same time he's earning about um, he's reportedly earning about um, $70,000 um, every month so that's actually um, a steep one right now. But then, you know, it was a contract that was negotiated with him. So <laughs> I don't know why you backtracked um, from that contract one year um, into um, the contract. So um, anyways, um, Osimen seems to like um, Peserio, seems to like his tactics. He's scoring goals under um, Peserio whenever he plays for him. And um, I feel um, like like um, um, Mr. Isaac said a couple of editions back, I feel there's more to... Of the super eagles and just the head coach there's a lot of um, things going on behind the scenes there case and point let's even look at the technical um, um coaches that are there uh, that they have roster that one alone is enough to destabilize anything because imagine um they have um three um technical guys there and the person that is handling this match is not the one that is handling the next match where's the continuity um, where's the continuity with these players? You know, the person that worked with them the last time is not the person that worked with them in the next match. So, all these things will affect performances on the pitch. That's not excusing the head coach um, from any uh, any blame. That's not absolving him from any any blame and all that. But still, 
you know, um, I think, um, like, 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 I will lean towards the popular opinion. Um, the NFL president said he will be seeking opinion of fans and um, analysts and pundits and, you know, everybody before they make their decision. I don't know if they are trying to... I, I, I can understand maybe they are trying to include everybody, but at the end of the day, they were elected there to make these footballing decisions for us. Um, they were elected there to, 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 to avoid being in situations like this. Because if they have to seek opinion before uh, the public opinion. Fine, it's good to pick um, the brains of the public and get like some sort of message. You know, what's the feelers like out there? It's good to do that. But saying you are leaving the decision to, to you know, not leaving it per se, but then seeking, I don't know what they are trying to do. And, um, you know, they need to wrap this up. They need to wrap this up fast so that, you know, there will be clarity and you know if it's peserial let us know if it's not peserial let us know so that you know whoever is in charge we have this clarity that okay well, at least i'm still in charge um, and i'll be taking this team they'll start making preparations so that will not leave everything the last minute and then we'll make um you know start rushing doing this fire brigade approach um like um <laughs> sometimes used to so um guys i'd like to get your take on that you know what's your do you do you agree with victor simon that um Osipe Serio should still remain in charge. Mind you, the NFL president might be listening. <laughs> um, and um, of course, he said he wants the opinion of all of us. So if you feel, um, you know, you want to, if you feel um, you agree with Osimen that he should stay in charge. Me, personally, I feel he should stay in charge still, at least after the Nations Cup, then we'll take it from there. So if you feel um, differently or you uh, agree with Osimen and, and maybe myself, you know, you can just um, send a message in or call into the show later on when I open the um, phone lines. But before I open the phone lines, you can always send your messages to 08022991045, And um, later on, I will read um, all the text messages that will be um, dropping in. But then don't worry, I will um, throw the phone lines open as well so that you guys can call in. So if you, if you feel um, differently that maybe Perseria needs to go, um, who do you have in mind to replace him? Um, the names um, Finidi George and Amimala um, Lamunike was rumored that, you know, thrown in the mix that come, these guys can do the job and all that. So, if you feel differently than from a seaman, let us know. If you feel, um, you know, he should be allowed to stay in charge and let's just see what happens until after the Nations Cup, let us know. If you feel he should be given a proper contract, a three, four years contract, let us know as well. Um, all right, let's move on to the next phase here. And um, Aimba players have been rewarded with 20 million era cash gift by Abia State Governor Alex Oti. Uh, for winning the 2022-2023 Nigeria Premier League title. Our club chairman Felix Ayansi Agu, head coach Finidi George, his assistants and other support staff will get varying sums for their efforts. Ayimba won the title at the MPFL Super 6 playoffs held in Lagos last month and it was the People's Elephants' ninth, number nine, ninth league title. Um, it's a good one. It's always... um. It's always nice when um, you know you win titles and all that. I can't, I can't wait for the day that Sunshine Stars win. I win the league title and uh, you know get all this um, <laughs> um, um, you know attention and all that and all that and blessings among all that. So, but still, um, it's a good one from the from the Abia State Cup Governor. I think um, River State um, Governor did the same when um, Rivers United won the the league title last season and um, I'm sorry the previous season. So. It's always um it's always um nice when you see stuff like this and Aimba really came alive in the Super Six you know they really really came alive in the Super Six in the league um in their bridge league in Group A you know they were they were they were good they were good they were good they were good but then I think they finished and Remo Stars just picked them to that second spot 
um, I think in the last in the final day, yeah, the final match day of the league of the abridged um, league um, league game. So you know they finished third, but then in the Super Six they really came alive. They came alive and um, you know they saw the opportunity to win the league and you know they won the league. You know it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy what they did and they, they rightly deserve everything um, that they are getting right now. If you need the judge, congrats to him. I'm happy for him. Um, um, he's a super professional. Um, I think I'm um, drafting him or linking him to the Super Eagles job is still a bit premature for me. Uh, but then they should just um, let him take him back to continental um, competition, qualify them for the um, CAF Champions League proper. And, um, you know, let's see how far they can go. They, they, they've won back to back CAF Champions League before in the past. They are the people's elephants. They call them the, the, <laughs> the giants of our bar, you know. Um, and, um, you know, they will, they will be, you know, playing, um, you know, in the, in the con- uh, continental football next season so let's just see how far they can go you know the motivation is there mind you they got 100 million before winning the league title and the players alone they are getting a cash kit of 20 million and then um, of course they have ben- uh, bonuses included in their um, contracts and all that so a lot of money is going around right now it's a very good time to be um, an aimba player right now <laughs> so uh, congrats to them congrats to the whole team let's see how far um, they can, let's see if they can repeat the same feat next season. But then I will be rooting for them. I mean, the CAF Champions League. I actually want the Nigerians, but let them get to the semi final and uh, let's see um, what they do from there. Moving on to the next news on this um, docket. Um, Sporting Lagos have secured promotion to the Nigerian Premier League, and this remarkable feat was achieved by a club that was just created one year ago. Uh, Paul of Forsyth secured promotion to Nigerian Stock Flight with a hard for 2 0 win over. Abel Kutas Thomas in the Nigerian National Super Nigerian National League Super 8 playoff style at the Stephen Keshi Stadium in Asaba. Um, football, uh, Premier League football is coming back to Lagos. Um, as, a, as, a Lagos as a Lagos person myself, sorry, I grew up in Lagos, so we like to claim Lagos. <laughs> as a Lagos person myself, it will be interesting to, you know. Lagos fans are crazy. Okay, football fans are crazy, right? but Lagos fans are crazy. So, you know, for, for a club that um, was created just one year ago and, um, you know, they're already playing top flight football, it reminds me of um, um, the likes of, um, I know it's not the same situation, but it just reminds me of, um, um, I see the seriousness I see in them. I, I saw it in um, Remo Stars a couple of seasons back and Bendel Insurance last season, you know, if a team is properly organized and run and administered, the results will come. It's not rocket science. Proper preparation, motivation, things are done the way they are supposed to be done. I think um, the Andu made a joke. Was it yesterday or the first day? It was. It was very, very funny. I can't really remember the exact joke. It was very, very funny when I said. I just laughed. I think I saw it in the group. I saw it in the group. It was Raphael that was like this. Is, this guy is funny. So I had to go and check the, the stuff and posted. I was like this. The uh, Sporting Lagos admin is, very, is, is a very funny person. All that you know. Everything done the way it's supposed to be done. It, it, it remains to be seen what they can do in the in the league next season. Sure you get. So, you know, created a year ago, played in the NNL. Mind you, playing in the NNL is no joke. It's no joke. It's very, very difficult. And for them to do that and come through in their first season, you know, their first season, that means they had to go through, you know, um, they got all their players. We don't know how long they've been playing together. They go, you know, manager and everything everything just and they are back in the they are, they are in the league um, they'll be playing um, you know top flight football next season and you know god help them they finish in the top three and they, they are playing continental football you know one step at a time it's crazy and if bendel insurance can do it if Remo Stars can do it who says sporting lagos can do it but then hey 
um, it's always nice when I see stuff like this. At least it gives um, someone like me hope that um, you know maybe if things are done the way they're supposed to be done in the country or uh, in the glass house or in Nigerian football normally, perhaps there's hope for, for our football. And you know, if the likes of Red Monsters and Bendel Insurance can show that you know a properly run team can you know achieve whatever, then come on, you know. And if Sporting Lagos get into the mix. Hopefully, these things will translate into the Super Eagles and the Super Falcons and, you know, lower levels of national um, football and, you know, let, let's just see. We just want proper proper administration of these teams, you know. Give the players what they need to have. Proper logistics, when, you know, all this politicking and, um, you know, rumored politicking and backyard deals and all that, you know. Keep all those things away. Keep, keep the football clean, you know, and let's just see what the team can achieve, you know. Let's let's get back to the days of um, USA '94, Atlanta '96. You know, even the France '98 and all that. Let, let's see proper football. Let's 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 go back to being the giant of Africa and all that. So it would be nice. Yeah. Looking for but looking forward to sporting some Lagos um, participation in the league next season. Uh, personally, I'll be following them and seeing what's up with them. Then let's see how they survive in the league. It's not easy. It's not easy. But then let's just see um, what they do um, next season in the league. Ah. Yes, let's um, leave the local scene and move on to um, the global scene now. And um, Real Madrid boss Carlo Ancelotti will take charge of Brazil um, national team next summer, according to Brazil, according to Brazilian Football Confederation President Ednaldo Rodriguez. Um, the five-time World Cup winners are confident that the Italian will be in place for the Copa America in June 2024. Um, Rodriguez reviewed um, Fernand. Fer- Revealed that um, Fernando Denise will oversee uh, the Celestial until Ancelotti's arrival alongside his role as Fluminense boss. Ancelotti uh, will be the first foreign manager to coach Brazil since 1965, although there has been no official word from Ancelotti or Real Madrid that he will depart um, from the club uh, next year. <laughs> okay, all right, um, <laughs> joining us on set. Um, is the Ghana man himself, Ike Okoye. Welcome, Ike. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great, Jets. You just had to surprise me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I should have been here a bit earlier. I just got in some delay, mm. but yeah. It's okay. Glad I'm here. Daddy, and, daddy uh, duties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> and to amazing listeners out there, good mm. evening to you guys. And uh, thanks for always staying up with us mm-hmm. and making this show what it always is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm good to have you on the show. Um, I, I've gone through yeah. some... I've gone through some stories earlier on, uh, but then let's just keep moving. And um, right now we are talking about about talk about um, um, Carlo Ancelotti um, being the next Brazil men's um, national football um, head coach. Uh, and um, it's it's crazy. This is announced by the um, the head of their president, um, the president the of their head of their federation. Sorry, and um, he has announced this thing. But then we've not heard from Ancelotti himself. We've not heard from Real Madrid, and they are preparing for this upcoming season. And um, the announcement was made for at the end of this next season, this season that's coming, yeah. that he'll become the head coach. And it was we saw the rumor, and all through the tail end of last season. Last season. Yeah. And um, if this happens, he becomes the first foreigner <laughs> to coach Brazil's um, <laughs> national team since 1965. So uh, you know, what's your take on this whole Ancelotti Brazil national team? The gentleman, everybody likes. Ancelotti commands respect. He has done it, he has seen it all. He's a big coach. He has the profile and the pedigree to coach the Brazil national team. But then how do you see this one working out? Especially making that announcement now where you still have the whole of next season to look at. Because Ancelotti will have to go through the whole of next season now 
as a Real Madrid coach, knowing that whatever he achieves this season is going to be the the coach of um, what's it called Brazil national team. Is he is he um, does it make sense making that announcement now, or because as it is now, the distractions will be there all next season. Because let's say Real Madrid go through a bad patch, a bad patch of form now. You know we fans now. They just cry out that is it because he knows he won't be here next season. That's why he's just doing the job the way you understand. But then, what's your take on the Ancelotti? If it happens and he, he makes the announcement himself and Real Madrid say okay, Ancelotti, if he, if it's going to happen, what's your take on this whole situation? Amazing signing uh, by Brazil. Um, I mean, Brazil as a nation and as a team has been one of the best in the world. Uh, you know, from the time football itself started. Um, Ancelotti as their Possibly as their new coach, yes. he's, he's also, like I said earlier, a very good signing, a gentleman to the core. He's also had to coach some amazing Brazilians True. in time past. And I'm sure they also would have uh, dropped one or two words about how good this man um, is. And he has shown us in, in many ways across the, the countries, countries in Europe. Um, I just think that himself and Real Madrid might just be there to honor what they have signed like he said earlier that he's going to honor his contract mm-hmm. with Real Madrid he's going to be with them to mm-hmm. the end of his contract mm-hmm. and I do not see a distraction because this is not a club to club movement mm-hmm. it's not like he's moving from Real Madrid to Atletico and then you talk about Flash. it's not like he's moving from Real Madrid to Man City and then you talk about them possibly meeting up later and then he's feeling like well it's Man City is still going up it's just, it's from club to country so no pressure no pressure at all the only reason why Ancelotti might not say anything for now is that gentleman that he is staying focused for with, his, job with his team and getting his job done. It's not also on Real Madrid to announce it because they have a job to do mm-hmm. uh, and that is having their coach Ready. Uh, you know, see them to the end of his contract. So, like I said, no pressure. He's not, there's no contract breach here. It's not as if he's terminating his contract where one club has to talk or the coach has mm. to talk. This is easy. It's easy. If he wasn't even signing for Brazil, he's going to honor his contract and finish it. Anyway. As far as I'm concerned, Brazil is just telling every other person, shush, <laughs> We've got don't even man. go there. We've you, got know, our you don't even need to go to We've the bank and man. try to renegotiate. We sealed our deal mm-hmm. with our man. We've got him and he's taking us to the next tournament in 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they have a, they have a tournament. Copa America. Copa America in yeah. 2024. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they've got their man. They're excited about it. I wouldn't blame them for, for announcing it this mm-hmm. early. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's not breaching any contract. There's no issue here. There's no pressure here. He's just going to run out his contract <laughs> and he will happily go and coach Brazil. And I, I do wish him the best, um, you know, in, in that journey. Yeah, I actually see your point. I think Ancelotti is experienced enough, though, um, not to be distracted by this announcement. If um, whether it becomes official from his end or it doesn't become official from his end, like you said, um, I think it's professional enough to see out his contract anyway, which was always, which has always been the plan, anyways. And um, if he's going to be, if he's going to be announced as the head coach of Super Eagles, I would have announced it since last year, January. So, <laughs> so I can understand the excitement from um, um, Mr. Rodriguez himself. So, so it's okay, it's okay, sir. <laughs> we know how you feel. Anyways, let's move on. Um, former Rangers and Aston Villa boss Steven Gerrard um, was named the manager of Saudi Arabian side El Etifak. Um, Gerard had said last month that he had been invited over to the country to look at potential offer, but that he would not be taking it up. Um, Gerard signed a two-year contract with the Saudi club who finished seventh um, last season. Uh, now, <laughs> speaking about um, Gerard, and um, when 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 he went to when he went to 
when they went to Saudi Arabia and there's this rumors that they're flying about and they were like ah he might not take this job he might take this job he might not take this job he might take this job and at the end of the day and at the end of the day you know at the end of the day um <laughs> only for him to, he said he's not taking it i just went to the um um country for a visit and all that but now it was announced as um coach he has been announced as coach of um l al etifak and um for a young manager don't you think going to saudi arabia is um actually too early for him because i still feel there's a lot he should he can still do in europe um he's not a bad manager um he did well in scotland um you can argue that scotland is uh, maybe a weaker league without due respect to them um, when he joined aston villa he started well he started well uh but then you know just like the premier league is they'll show you some lessons and all that so i still feel he has a lot um to offer um compared to uh maybe because uh, there's no way to talk about um steven gerard you not talk about frank lampard and all that and uh, looking at uh, both guys uh, their trajectory as managers and all that i think he's still on a um better path than frank lampard and i still feel he should have remained in Europe, but going to Saudi, don't you think it's too early for him? There's something good happening in Saudi um, Arabia. Um, the, the fact that um, the BBC or is one of those uh, stations that airs um, football in, in the UK is about to sign um, or negotiating a contract to air the Saudi League, the Saudi League in, in, in Britain is is actually you know an amazing news for them because you know the western world now gets to watch their football so mm-hmm. something good is happening there and remember the time guys were moving to man city when man city looked like no big team mm-hmm. and the likes of uh, robinho was going there and mm-hmm. were like what are you what are you doing you know and and today he's part of the history they are part of the history so maybe something good is happening there and and you know he went there probably not to sign a contract and he was convinced that, mm. see, we've got future, see the players that are already coming here. And the money. We are cooking up. But see, he, he obviously <laughs> always knew about the money, even when he was saying he wasn't going to go, right? Okay. So, so I, I don't even want to look at it from the money aspect. But I want to look at it from the aspect that you are going to be one of the major big coach, big names in the coaching industry mm-hmm. to hit Saudi, right? So um, people will get to monitor your team which is coaching. I do understand that leaving the European League and going elsewhere uh, might you know, take away that attention, which is also the fear when it has to do with players. But who says that while he's there coaching and doing one or two wonderful work, a, a, a team in, in the European League who sacked their coach wouldn't go ahead to drag him back to Europe. That would definitely happen. Gerard, mm-hmm. like you already said. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a two-year contract anyways. They can sack him too. Yeah, if he's not doing well. He's a good coach. So I, I think it's a it's a good move. Um I, I mean I will take it. I will take it. It's, it's not a long time, a long term uh, um, contract and the league is getting more exposed. They will even be more exposed. They are still getting more players over there. Uh, we know they are already talking with um Sunny. Um, sorry, um, Mane. You're already talking with Mane now um, as well, and a couple of other people. So, so before the transfer window ends, we are going to get more names uh, from the European League. There are players that are actually moving to the Saudi. So, good one for him. Go make that quick money, and then of course when another team. Uh, one mid team again will need his service <laughs> and they will call on him and he can be back to the. So Liverpool is that Liverpool is that mid team now. <laughs> <laughs> 
The devil is that bitch. Well, I didn't say that. I, 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 I didn't say that. There was a time when they were. Because he, it's inevitable that at some point he's going to coach Liverpool anyway. So when he said that meeting, I had to just chip that in. No, 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 come on. Don't, don't let Liverpool fans come for me. Yeah, anyway, Jerry Nelson said he's the playmaker himself, Desmond. I think, okay, welcome, Desmond. How are you doing? Oh, good evening, Jerry. Good evening, Ike. And uh, it's good to be back. Uh, sorry for coming in the angel. Same thing that happened to Mr. Mr. Ike, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me this time. It's not me this time. Anyways, this old Gerard thing. What's your take on it? Um, you know, like um, Ike said, um, has he got to join him is it, in case one big team come back in Europe and call him? Is it a safe contract? I don't is think it? it's a bad. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing the way you know people have been putting it. You know, we we always visited with this idea of uh, the best players, the best managers. Have to play Europe. Know, all have to be in Europe and that. Meanwhile, we've seen great managers of the game, you know, coming from even from Japan, you know, oh, as yeah. far back as 1996, mm-hmm. you know, coming to the English Premier League and revolutionizing the Premier League. Who is, who is it? What's the name of this manager? I, I mean, it's Satin Asenwanga. Yeah, yeah. you know, they talk this thing, where they know. Some Master fans don't know this thing. They don't know this oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That it came I from Japan. You, I, I they don't you, know. Don't, don't, don't. And, uh, I've gone, I've gone. I don't know where our manager comes Also, in recent times, we've seen Pasena also, you know, learning their. I mean, their legendary playmaker in Xavi, after toying with all the Iniesta, managers Iniesta. in Europe, I mean, and they couldn't do anything with them, and they had to call on someone working in Qatar. Yeah. And we've seen the great work that he has done with that. Yeah. And he has won the La Liga. I, I, I mean, and, and in impressive fashion, mm-hmm. you know, and that. So I don't. He has see been doing good business without without paying for I, it. Yeah. yeah. And no, then so like uh, uh, <laughs> levers. Uh, <laughs> the lever club, levers FC. Uh, so for me, I think it's a great deal. I mean, we we all see what is happening in Saudi Arabia now, and uh, you know, it started with the golf thing. Like you always try to remind our listeners on yes, the sir. show, and right now it's happening in football. I mean, and uh, who says? You know, initially when they said in the next 10 years, they want their league to be one of the top five in the world. We were all laughing. Yeah, we, we saw were. it as a joke. I, don't I know. I, I mean, it's happening. less than three months after that statement, they are doing it. And who says in the next 10 years that they cannot rival the best league in the world? They have the money and that we know that the whole essence of playing football as much as entertaining people is for the players, you know, to make a living for themselves and for their family. Which it's all about making money and all these coaches also you know they have to make money so it's a win-win situation for Steven Gerrard for Saudi Arabia football and for football all over yeah. the world yeah. generally yeah anyways um, let's move on to the next one and um, PSG and um, Christophe Gaitia um, have mutually agreed to part company and um, Luis Enrique represented as the Parisians um, new manager today um, I don't know if that's been done as of now uh, but that was before I came on air. Um, it had not been done. But they said it to be announced today. Along with Enrique as their new manager, appears you announced some um, six incoming players in the coming days. Um, the players arriving are left back Lucas Hernandez, um, defensive midfielder Manuel uh, Ogate, attacking midfielder Kangin Lee, um, winger Marco Asensio, um, defender Milan Skriniar, and midfielder um, Che Ndoa. Um, they are going to solve, um, I think. Um, Christophe Garcia has some legal entanglement and all that that they're dealing with. But then, already before the season ended, we knew he was going to leave. And um, Enrique, I'm going to PSG. First things first, Enrique has PSG. Um, good signing for PSG because we know they are chasing the Holy Grail um, in, uh, in winning the Champions League. Is this somebody that can deliver that um, to them um, in, the, in the next upcoming years? Um, what's your take on that? It will be left to be seen. 
um, we know Champions League is not exactly that um, league that you you know you want to pen down to a certain team to to, to lift it. So um, he's got the squad. He's already also having some good addition to that squad that mm -hmm. he's coming in with. Maybe when he steps in fully, he might get to let maybe one or two players go and then get some additional ones if he wants. Um, we'll see what they will do in the preseason. Of course, we know they will always champion the French League. Champions League, we have to wait to see how it pans out. Mm. Um, Desmond, they are getting some really good players in. Lucas Hernandez and for Bayern Munich, very good player. Um, Manuel Ugate, we all know what happened with them and Chelsea with regard to Manuel Ugate. Um, Kangin Lee um, played well in the La Liga, getting from La Liga. Marco Asensio also from the La Liga, Champions League winner, experienced um, right winger, um, possibly replacing um, Leo Messi. He's not Leo Messi, but at least you know he can do the job. Um, now Milan Skriniar from Inter Milan, wonderful defender. Would have gone in January, but you know our Inter very stubborn. They don't want to pay, but they want to collect all the whole money. And at the end of the day, they ended up losing him for free. That, that would have happened with him in man situation. We'll get to that point in a bit. And um, of course, um, Chair Undo. But then, you know, good guys get coming into PSG, um, strengthening them. Um, we know they, will still, they are still going to get some more players. Uh, we don't know how the old um, Mbappe situation, we don't know how that will um, turn out. Uh, but then, Luis Enrique and all these guys at PSG next season, how do you see that um, working out? Uh, we know that, that we hate uh, the French League one. Uh, but uh, I think the holy grail for them, just like uh, for uh, Man City, is winning the UEFA Champions League. And who says that after uh, Man City, you know, has conquered their own, uh, uh, their hegemon now, then mm -hmm. who says that uh, PSG cannot go on, you know, to win their own? This in, I mean, this is in as well. But like uh, Ike said, you know, it's left to be seen. And, uh, you know, sentiment and uh, emotions will know you, the Champions League, you know, you have to work very hard for it. Uh, as much as uh, we will talk about Luis Enrique as someone who has won everything in club football, but it has to be said that it is with a personal score, you know, that was at that point, you know, almost, I, I mean, if not at their peak, you know, getting down from their peak, you know, it's in comprising of uh, Iniesta, Xavi, uh, Messi, uh, Luis Suarez, Neymar. So, I, I, I mean, so it was a star-studded team, and uh, outside Barcelona, I've not really been impressed with uh, Luis Enrique. But then, who said that it cannot, you know, uh, uh, get its magic one on again? And uh, we know that PSG has the money, you know, to spend. And uh, it seems that this time around, you know, they are not just spending money anyhow on players. You know, if you look at the players that they've been getting, they seems, I mean, they seems to be, you know, getting player that will fit into the style of. A certain manager so and I think for me that's that's the way I've always seen every successful club you know I, I mean not just winning a trophy for the now you know building a legacy and now we've seen it with Man City we've seen it with other teams and I think for me uh, uh, it is a good signing for PSG you know, but it will be a very difficult one in the P I mean in the UCF but then who says they can't do it and, and in addition I think if they are if they really mean business they, they must sign a Silda contract for Mbappe. Um, they already made it known that he can't leave for free. It's either they sell him now or he extends his contract. Mm. It has to be one of them. It's a big problem. And that Mbappe has assured him that he is not going to leave for free. So which means is that Mbappe is ready to leave now or he's going to put pen on paper 
before the end of the transfer window. I think it's a difficult thing. I mean, because at the end of it, you cannot force a player to do that which he doesn't want to do. Signing a contract extension is not an obligation in the contract of Mbappe. Perhaps yes, it was a gentleman mm. agreement. Mm. And I will know that gentleman agreement can be broken at any time. I think for me, PSG shot themselves in the leg while they were negotiating his contract. You know, that one year contract extension should be mandated and not uh, optional. I mean, not optional. And, I, I, and it seems that uh, Mbappe is already fed up. You know, with the club, and uh, who wouldn't be fed up? I mean, who wouldn't be, you know, fed up after, you know, uh, 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 I mean, doing breaking all the records yeah, in yeah. French football. Yeah. And we know that he wants to have a crack at the World Footballer of the Year, and he has seen all the attention on a certain Henry Haaland. Yeah, you know, if you look at the last one year now, Mbappe has gone under the radar despite having an excellent World Cup. Yeah. So he will be looking at all of those things that he needs to make that move to an elite club. I don't think he will sign that contract extension. I think for me, if PSG knows what they are doing, you know, they should find a means, you know, to to I mean to sit down on the table with uh Real Madrid or any club willing to ban him. Hey, we don't want to lose him for free and you know how much we've invested in this player. Just bring something. 70 million 80 million it's not a bad money for god's sake right i now. mean mm. i mean I, I mean so they have to be smart about this mm. that Mbappe situation is very very fluid and now uh, we can't just take our eyes off there because you can just wake up tomorrow i see here we go uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here we go the next thing is which club is crazy enough to pay all that money for Mbappe? because it's not enough that they are going to pay serious money as transfer fees they have to pay serious money as wages as well yeah. so it's very very easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, the transfer fees. Yeah, it's the, the it's, it's the wages. It's the wages. So um, let let's keep our eyes peeled for that one. Um, anyways, now let's move on um, to this interesting one uh, where uh, Mason Mount said that Eric Ten Hag's um, Man United blueprint convinced him to leave boyhood club um, Chelsea. Mount signed a five-year contract with that option before that year, and he's Ten Hag's first signing uh, this summer in a transfer deal worth £55 million plus a possible £5 million um, in add-ons. I'm sticking with you this month before I come into the conversation. He said it's um, Eric Ten Hag's uh, My United Blueprint that he... Uh, that, that, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means by blueprint. Maybe I don't know the definition of blueprints mm. anymore. I think right now man should just stop talking and stop rubbing I mean stop rubbing salt on this uh injury, you know. The young baby just trying to explain yeah. himself. The I young mean, lad. I mean the young lad's just trying to explain I mean, himself. I mean I mean it is not necessary, you know, uh I, I will not begrudge him of the opportunity, you know, to change uh football club. But I don't want to hear all these things <laughs> like uh, you know, uh something Okay, maybe that's his excuse, but I don't want to hear anything like a, a, I mean, a blue at art, a proper chair. Proper chairs. No, I, I mean, I don't. Re- I, I hear he's wearing the number seven chair. Big number, big you shoes. Know, I mean, if you remember, there was something I tagged you to on Twitter. I think about a week or two weeks ago. You know, right now, with his jersey number being revealed today, you know, it shows to me that what I read, you know, was actually true. Uh, you know, it's all this thing about uh, his PR. You know, they see him, you know, as the next David Beckham 
of English football and uh, he signed, I mean, he signed onto that same media organization, you know, that package uh, David Beckham back in the days and, uh, you know, they have these strong ties with Manchester United and, uh, yeah, I mean, except we want to uh, lie to ourselves, we know that as far as English football is concerned, how there, you know, there is no any other name that is bigger than Manchester United. Forget all the European titles that uh, Liverpool has won, you know. I mean, and I think for me, that is where they are packaging him, you know, and I think, you know, they were able to convince him that, see, we can do this for you, we can take you to that, even if not to the level of a uh, David Beckham, but we, uh, I mean, we can take you to, through that part, and uh, I think that convinced that young man, you know, you want to be in the limelight, you know, he wants to enjoy. Uh, that sounds well, like well, it's uh, <laughs> uh, 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 a theory, Tamagand, um, uh, blueprint, you know. <laughs> I mean, then, I mean, call it what you want, yeah, that's that's giving him something, you know, something amazing for him to look forward to. But I do think that the young man is just trying not to say. Chelsea did him wrong um, by not um, extending his contract. The young man is just trying not to blame Chelsea for his move because this is a club that means so much to him, um, you know, as a person growing up. Um, and so he just has to put it on something else, right? Mm -hmm. And the truth is, if you're going to move club, something is going to convince you. You're going to talk to the coach, you're going to talk to the chairman, you're going to talk to somebody from the other club that's going to convince you you know on why you need to move it doesn't matter if that was the main reason why you moved but you know obviously they were able to convince you and that's what the young man is just trying to say mm. he's basically not trying not to blame chelsea and make it look like a fracas between him and the club. he cannot even blame us because there's nothing to blame you know in, in, so he's saying the next thing I, he could say so I, let him be I mean, you he know, said it's the blueprint no yeah you know my united <laughs> blueprint they have blueprint no, yeah, yeah, uh, no I, I mean i think you know my take about all of these things you know uh all of these things have been calm about this situation you know i've been calm about it because i've been blaming uh the chelsea hierarchy you know for not giving him what he wants but then i look back you know at someone you know who had the opportunity to move and make more money that he was making at chelsea then mm -hmm. john terry man city were ready you know to break the bank you know for him and he said it's not going to leave this club, you know, for any other club. That is a proper chair. Proper chair. I, I mean, with a blue hat. I, I mean, that is a player with a blue hat, you know. For me, uh, all these have been in this club for the, I, I mean, since age six. I love this club. If you really love this club, then you would, <laughs> I mean, you would have tried as much as possible, you know, to find a solution, a solution, you know, to all of this until it is clear. That the board wants you out. John Terry, no, no. <laughs> you are comparing a legend to somebody that is just still trying because John Terry was already a legend at the time, which was one of the reasons why he didn't even move. Man City needed him at that time of recruitment when they needed those big names. This guy was championing a big club already. You, you, you have the opportunity to, you sealed your name already and you want to spoil it for what? An extra little coins here and there. He was never going to make them. This one too, last seal his name now. He's a champion league winner now. Come on, come on. He's championing the boys. How are you going to compare him to to the leader? He broke into that team, I think, before the last game. I mean, we would never compare him to John Terry, but there's no denying the fact that the proper chairs on his way to making a name for himself as a Chelsea legend 
as well. I mean, we are talking about a player that has won the Champions League with maybe, us maybe, and back to back player of the year. I can agree on something. If the, the shuffle was going on and he could have stayed, and those guys could have been the new guys, and then you he could understand have been the old guy that is there to lead them on. So I quite agree with you. But again, we all agree that what Chelsea was going to, you know, insisting on offering him. Was, was a peanut. Well, at the end of the day, um, is Manchester United new Cristiano Ronaldo? Sorry, number seven. So um, let's see what happens next season. Um, I like Missing Mount. I like Missing Mount, and like like um, Desmond say has been calm, has been calm about it too. Because at the end of the day, if um, Edinaza, the love of my life, can leave. <laughs> and, and, and Desmond has said it. I'll, 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 Desmond I'll, has said it that I'll, if you have an injury, yeah. the club is not gonna care about sure, you. Yeah, so when yeah, you've got your own opportunity, yeah, yeah, yeah. make the move. So it's just, it's just as it has had for all the football he played and for Chelsea, he deserved to win the Champions League, and he never won the Champions League with Chelsea. Or he now went to win the Champions League with Real Madrid. So football can be very, very funny sometimes. So we don't know what what's going on for Messi. Mount. Good luck with him on his blueprint and all that. But now we are rivals. Um, if um, what's his name, Levico, we saw, sees him on the field, he should, should creep him. There's no proper chest, nothing, so he should creep him. <laughs> uh, moving on, this one um, Arsenal's and Warren and five million pounds deal to sign that midfielder. I'm declaring is close to being finalized with the guaranteed portion of the fee expected to be paid um, to West Ham over three um, installments. It's happening three times. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all knew it was going to happen, right? Mm. Uh, and we all knew the, the, the matter on the table was the installment, mm. right? And it looked like West Ham wanted uh, a, a double installment, you know, first one now and the second one before the 18th uh, month. Um, As Arsenal looked like they wanted four installments in mm. four years. I said it at the end of the day, they were going to come to a midpoint. And that's exactly what they did. But it was a deal that was definitely going to happen. Mm. Mm. And you guys are spending money now because uh, 65 for Havertz, 105 for um, Desmond, sorry, Declarus. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Timba. You know, Timba and Caliba is coming. <laughs> a close about 40 million now, euros. Now, now, now this is interesting uh, uh, fact. It might look like Arsenal is spending money. But we're actually not spending money the way Man City, Chelsea, and United will, right? And how do I mean? Imagine we're buying the rice and we're asking for four years time period to pay. What, 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 what do you want to say? Yeah. What do you want to say? <laughs> Chelsea also spreading, I mean, signing players on eight years. Contract. Now, you sign them for eight years does not mean it's taking you eight years to pay. But we are not paying at once as well. No, no, no. But the thing is that you're paying in a shorter time than we are we're doing. No, 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 I mean, you are spending money. They are, <laughs> they are not paying in shorter don't time. Don't move us here, please. They are paying. They are in fact, the, 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 the five-year payment thing just started this summer. That's um, you ever just um, enforce that rule now that if you are paying a transfer fee, you cannot spread it more than five years. Mm. I think the Modric deal was spread um, over the length of the contract that I signed with Chelsea. Um, so it's just this summer now that the whole thing is starting. No, we were not spending. So <laughs> we just signed two players that uh, three at that amount. So don't let the declarize their money fool you. you know, we just needed the young man. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, this one, um, Andre Onana has rejected interest from Saudi Arabia. Um, so the goalkeeper can push through a move um, to Man United. But then Brighton's goalkeeper Robert Sanchez has emerged as a potential target um, for Man United as well. Um, 
David De Gea is leaving, you know, by the looks of it, too. Yeah, but or, is, or he has gone safe already because contracts with United. Yeah, that's right. He's no longer United. He's a free agent now. Yeah, he is. But then Onana, I think um, Ten Hag wants to work with Onana. I think they've worked together at Ajax. Um, they want to work together. Uh, Onana wants to go there because I think Chelsea were trying to sign him. He wasn't really pleased about joining a 12th place um, team. Um, but then he wants to play. <laughs> You people will not say I'm shooting myself now. It's where I tackle your club now. You people will come for me. Anyways, um, do, do you see him eventually? I, I think he will join Man United because I think um, it, the first bid was rejected of about, I think, 40 plus 5, um, 45 million euros. But I think Man United will go back United, again. Yeah, well, um, Inter is asking for 60. Uh, uh, they can't pay money for Lukaku. You know these Italian teams, they're always like that. Why? And they'll ask for more when they want to buy. They'll ask for less when they want to buy and sell more when it's time to sell. But we know be, this is just their first bid, so it's going to come down. And we know Man United will be going in again. Um, we know Onana is um, has is, is a technical guy in his um, the goalkeeping style. And it, it looks like um, Ten Hag, you know, can make Drew without his uh, uh, goalkeeping system. So he's going to walk play out from the back. Obviously. Yeah, play out from if the you back. make mistake for Premier League, that is the oh, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, We have a lot of pattern for next season. If he nana the ball, if he nana the ball to Alan, and that was called actually three times, assist to Nana. Actually, yeah, well, you beat your football, you, but you're playing a certain team. You're, you obviously know how they are offensive. <laughs> Uh, 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 you know how offensive they are, and yeah. now they're gonna come at you. So, uh, you know, the time to tell your, your goalkeeper <laughs> to sit fully, <laughs> fully. If he's not the ball you know. to Alan, and he do a trick, three assists, a trick of assists to Alan, he will not be eating this. Uh, okay, he can play. Okay, I will not talk. Uh, but then, that's one Robert Sanchez of Brighton, good goalkeeper, had a fantastic season last season, in my own opinion. Um, linked to Man United, um, is this something like um, what Man City did with the declarized thing just to make sure that um, you know, um, Man U is doing that with Inter Milan so that they can drop their valuation for him and just say, see, if you don't sell Lunana for us, we are going to go for Robert Sanchez or do you see Robert Sanchez actually making that move to um, well, Ultra for I mean, I don't think it's the same thing. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not as if uh, Inter Milan, you know, are pushing to sell their player, you know. In fact, they want to hold on to their player because. Uh, uh, we know that Andanovic is very old now and it's past it and that uh, we know that also that Inter Milan you know who want to consolidate on uh, their showing in last season UEFA Champions League and they want to reclaim the late title from uh, uh, from Napoli and uh, also I am also of the opinion that Manchester United also you know will not be looking only at Andre Onana knowing fully well how difficult Inter Milan can make and I mean to do business with you know, they will be looking at their options in that. I mean, uh, 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 and it is smart for them, you know, to, to even be talking to other goalkeepers now. So that if they really want to get Onana, maybe if Inter Milan really want to, you know, really want to say, if they really need that money, and then perhaps they will drop their evaluation, I mean, their, their evaluation of Andre Onana. But then, they, uh, I mean, Sanchez is actually a very good goalkeeper as well, you know. I, I mean, we it's a very good Showstopper, and uh, we know that uh, the way Brighton also played is also the way that uh, a certain Eriksen had also, you know, from his team at Ayers, you know, also loves to play, and that uh, he definitely wants, I mean, wants Manchester United to play in that regard. So, um, I am also sure that he wants to get his business done early so that he can have a proper pre season, you know, with this team, you know, uh, uh, I mean, so. For me, 
at the end of the day, but I, I see think that if they, if he really needs to choose between the two goalkeepers, you know, he will choose Andrew Renard because he's someone that he has worked with before. But then, uh, Sanchez is not a bad option. option to have. Mm, mm. Anyways, um, let's move on. Um, this one, Man City are ready to accept a bid uh, this summer of between 45 and um, 50 million pounds for winger um, Bernardo Silva. Um, do you see that happening? You know, it's been linked with um, <clears throat> Barcelona a lot. That number is something that Barcelona can pull off if they can unsign some player and create a auto register. I don't know what's going on Barcelona these days. <laughs> because the one thing is for them to sign player, another thing for them to register. register. So I, I don't know. These are these are trying times. People are that club is going through a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> apologies. More than just a club. Apologies. So <laughs> <laughs> so, but then you know, this 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 is a player that um, um you know, Barcelona have looked at. This is a player also that um PSG have looked at 40, 50 million pounds this summer. It's a good deal for 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 these clubs. And do you see um, Bernardo Silva still um remaining at uh, Man City? Um, um, come the close of transfer window. I think they just left to the same. Gundogan left. Um, I didn't see that initially coming, but you know, today. He's no longer a Man City player. Mm. So, um, Man City, again, who knows, might be looking at doing one or two. Um, they probably have cited a replacement, you know, and just looking, you know, put this in the air and see if anybody will go for, you know. Maybe they will go for Jadon Sancho. And then, and then after as that, replacement. they can fully go for who, who they want. Mm. You know. So, but we, we, we'll see. Nothing, nothing has happened. It's just news for now. Mm. Uh, no bidding yet. So he can as well remain, or we get. But but but, but this is not the first time that Bernardo Silva has been linked with a move away from Man City, and it's just um Guardiola and um that said he wants to keep him, wants to keep him, and you know um at the point he favored Mares, you know in the team, but he saw Bernardo Silva fought his way back into the team and all that, and. Um, um, we know that it's just news for now, but if something concrete really develops, because that fee is actually, um, I think they signed it for 42 million when they signed it from Monaco, and um, they've used him, they've won trophies with him, and they are making extra. It's good, it's good business for them. And um, Bernardo wants to make the move, whether we like it or not. You know, uh, there's this player, they've won it all, and they just want a new challenge so that they'll stay hungry and all that. And of course, um, the Euros is coming up. Um, real soon, I think um, next summer as well. Um, Euro 2024 is coming up real soon. So you know, the, all these things will be playing a factor. In, you know, what else to do at Man City and all that. As I said, if a concrete cover comes in, especially from the likes of PSG, but PSG signing uh, Marco Asensio now, we probably put a damper on that deal. And um, I don't know, this one. Uh, I mean, uh, I think uh, if you look at uh, Bernardo Silva, it seems like uh, something is going on with him and uh, Man City. Although. Is a consumer professional, and uh, you see, I mean, I mean, you really can't say, but this is someone who has been constantly, you know, I mean, it's constantly being linked with other teams, you know, uh, 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 and uh, it's something that is not accustomed, you know, to Man City players. So it gives me this kind of belief that something, you know, must really be going on with, you know, with him and uh, maybe the, the club generally. But for Barcelona, for a club that has no money, you know, it is baffling me how they keep, you know, looking at the best players on the market. You know, players who will not go for free. And you have players in your club that you are even struggling to pay their wages. And yet, you are looking at luxury items. 
on the market. You're allowed to window shop. I mean, you're allowed to window shop. <laughs> is this window shopping? You don't have money. You go boutique. I mean, you're going to find the latest jeans. The latest wristwatch you want to buy. Those guys are so lucky too. I mean, what I mean by so lucky, I didn't mean they, they won the league by luck. But if they didn't win anything the last season, you know. Yeah. It would have been difficult. Yeah. The fans on them so, would have been crazy. For me, it's not as if they don't have players, you know, that 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 they can use, you know, to manage this whole crisis. It's like they still see themselves as that team that has the money, you know, to just pick any players that they want, you know. They want to show that they are still the. See, we know that you don't have this money. Manage yourself properly. Then. When the money is there, you can come back and share pay the players that you like. What's the essence of signing players that you know in a I mean in a year's time you will be asking him to take a, a wage cut? Mm. I mean he I think for me it will be extremely difficult for them to pull it off. Because mind I'm, you, Saudi clubs who are interested in Bernardo Silva. Yeah, so. and uh, he, I mean he has not come out, you know, to deny that. So perhaps it will move and uh, I will not be grudging of that opportunity if not my brother. Uh, if not I my brother, I should anymore. go to Saudi. He is right now. <laughs> so, yes, I'll tell you. Uh, let's take this final one um, where we call it a close um, on the show today. Um, um, my United have been offered the chance to sign them um, to rival Atletico Madrid um, for Fiorentina's midfielder, um, Sofian Amrabat. Um, is, is, is he needed at my United right now? They just signed um, number seven, big seven. <laughs> Do they need Amrabat? <laughs> <laughs> We know that Fred will be leaving, and uh, also we've seen uh, Mark Tomini, you know, being linked with uh, several clubs, Newcastle, and others. And uh, if those two players get to leave, definitely for a club that will be, you know, uh, 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 campaigning on four different fronts this season, you know, they definitely need body. And uh, we know that. I mean, we saw Sofia Amrabat at the last World Cup, and we saw him with uh, Fiorentina. Last season, he's a good player. I think uh, needed. Yeah, I mean it's needed. Agree. Needed. Well, the fact that they offered them, they know they, you know, that department as much as they have. Because they only have Casemiro there, it, it and um, will still be a good addition for mm. them, especially as they try to push for the title uh, in, in this coming season. Right. So, um, you know, um, there's not too much in cases like this. They do that. Worst is to let one, you know, not so needed player. Uh, to go and, and bring bring him in. Mm. Anyways, let me just um, run through this one. Okay, let me just go through this. Basically, if PSG is not careful, they may end up losing Kylian Mbappe for free up to Real Madrid because I don't see him signing a new deal with the club um, for at least one hundred twenty million. He didn't put your name there. Uh, anyways, um, your final take, guys. We are running against time. My final take. Yeah. Congratulations to Sporting Lagos uh, Lagos for coming into the. Uh, Nigerian Premier League after spending only one season you know and yeah. again like you said it shows us what being organized uh, having proper structure mm-hmm. and well financed what it can bring to a team and you know all kudos to that guy I've forgotten the name of the owner the tech uh, fintech guy the person that owns the uh, club the young guy um, you know they've, they've done an amazing job he got two um, ex um, players, super good players to, to help him um, in you know the management of the club from, from the onset and they've done an amazing job with their scouting 
and it's left to be seen what they are going to do coming to this uh, next season. Mm. You know, I really, really, like you said, I really, really look forward to watching and uh, monitoring the progress of that team. Mm. All right, there's one final thing. Uh, I think I will take it from where I started. Uh, I think uh, for me, uh, we've seen what proper administration you know, can do, and I was listening to you on my way. I come in, you know, you talked about uh, Remo Stars. Uh, you talked about uh, Benel Insurance and uh, also you forgot to talk about MFM, you know, when yes. they were serious, you know, and uh, for me, I think uh, Sporting <laughs> Lagos, you know, uh, they you did what you have to do, you know, by appointing uh, Godwin yeah. and Akena, you know, yeah. who was instrumental to how MFM, MFM you know, yeah. got to Nigeria Professional League some, I mean, some years ago and uh, it's not coincidence that they started having problems immediately they dispense with Godwin and Akena. So, uh, good ones, you know, we've been clamoring for uh, private clubs in the league, but then it's not going to be easy next season because we know the challenges, you know, that comes with uh, traveling all over the country, you know, to uh, 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 to to honor uh, Match games. You know, uh, I mean, it's not going to be easy, but then, we know that money is in football if you run things very well and it seems that you know these guys are serious and they know what they are doing and they will definitely get money into their club and who says that they cannot qualify for the continent next season so for me good development and uh, we hope that next season another story like this you know <laughs> proper yeah i must add that the owner of the club is Shola, Akin, is, La, the, 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 the owner of uh, paystack Oh, okay, all right, all right, thank you so much for that. Um, this message, um, quick one good evening, Jerry Timothy from Isekiti. Nigeria keep doing the same mistake by sacking coaches. Um, Chelsea regret selling their star players, um, to their direct rivals. If they get it right, um, if they don't get the right replacement for Mount Avat and Kovacic, but for the department uh, of Mount, um, I will not forget it. It's so painful. That's not really main business this summer. Uh, they are cooking rice, timber is coming, and they already have party. What is really wrong with PSG, every new, every season, new manager, even in the next 10 to 15 years, they will not win the Champions League because they have managed to have the best, world best players in the last decade of years and couldn't, and couldn't do it. Um, anyways, that's all we can take today on the show. Um, shout out to everybody who listened and participated on the show. Thanks to Desmond and, of course, Idi Gunnerman uh, for coming through. Happy birthday to my mom. I'm the special Mrs. Queen Efoma. Um, thank you for always being there for all of us. Um, and as we celebrate your birthday with you, Mom, may the good Lord continue to bless and keep you in supreme health. And yes, I will answer I'm one of those your prayers. So, my Mom, you shall know that prayer. <laughs> you know the prayer. All right, anyways, have an amazing year ahead, Mom. I love you tons. Um, don't forget to make it a day with us on Football Let's Driving Wednesday right here on Empire Radio 104.5 FM by 5 p.m. Talk Football Talks for Return on Friday by 4 p.m. as well for insights into that world of sports i'm sure you know you can always promote your goods and services with us on empire radio and we are still located at empire building number one federal arrow the streets behind bj philly station usho cotillia adjacent to the former career on those days to help us pay those bills i will help you increase awareness about your products and services i still remain jerry from the jet one signing up do have yourself an amazing an amazing evening bye for now <laughs>